0: grace and peace of christ be with you and also with you let's turn and greet one another we welcome you to vacation bible school sunday this is the sunday at the end of our week-long vacation bible school and we're glad that you're here and that, that so many of our children are here with us today we want to thank everyone who had a part in vacation bible school this week so many people who gave of themselves for our children and for the children of the community. Uh, If you are visiting with us today, we're especially glad to welcome you. And you'll see that there is a friendship pad that is in each pew at the center aisle end of your pew. We'd love it if you'd fill it out. Let us know that you're here with us today and pass it down your row for other people to fill out. Uh, There is an announcement sheet that is inside of your bulletin. You'll notice at the end of this service that there is going to be a TK burger truck, and you can buy a a lunch through that out on the patio and out behind the patio. Uh, Also inside of our announcements, you'll see that this coming Sunday night, a week from tonight, is the second of our awes. This summer, we have some events called At Home hospitality hours those are a chance for us to get to know one another if you're new amongst us or you're not we'd love to have you be there and meet one another and we do need you to sign up for that and that sign up is on the patio after the service today also we have two book groups we have our book group is going to be reading two different books in august we are reading the book infamy about the japanese internment during world war II. And Steve Yamaguchi and his mother, who was interned in the camp, will be talking about that experience. All of you are welcome, whether you've read the book or not, and it, but if you would like to sign up to have a ride, you can sign up on the patio. It's just up near the Orange County Airport. And we will be reading in September All the Light We Cannot See and discussing that. We have sold out of the book, but you can order it for yourself on Amazon. In August, we have a Red Cross blood drive that will be here, and you can sign up today to give blood or to help pick up some of the publicity stuff, take a poster, go put it up somewhere that you frequent. Maybe it's the place that you go to the barber shop or the place that you eat lunch so that more people in the community know about the Red Cross blood drive and can come and participate in that. Also, this Friday is our regular golf group you will notice on the back of the announcement sheet if you would like to participate in that you need to give a call to the person here by Wednesday of this week to participate in that we welcomed new members in our first service today and in your bulletin is a list of those folks at the end of this service when you go out to the patio you will find in addition to the opportunity for TK burgers a cake that is there to welcome them and so uh, we hope that you will participate in that too. Um, Those of you who are having trouble finding seats there are some still in the balcony back in the back. Let's turn our hearts to the Lord.
1: Let us pray together. Creator God thank you for the rain of this weekend. A symbol of your blessing upon humanity and upon the land thank you for all of those gathered here this day for the week that we have experienced together in our vacation bible school for the new understandings that we have come to for the opportunities to grow and to make new friends now we pray that as we worship you that you will be glorified and that our hearts will be filled with joy and thanksgiving as we sing your praise This we ask in the name of Christ our Lord. Amen.
2: Please join me for a call to worship you will find in your bulletin. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, O my soul.
3: I will praise the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praises to my God all my life long.
2: Do not put your trust in princes, in mortals, in whom there is no help. Happy are those whose help is the God of Jacob, whose hope is the Lord their God. Who made heaven and earth, the sea and all that is in them, who keeps faith forever, who executes justice for the oppressed, who gives food to the hungry.
3: The Lord lifts up the prisoner free. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord lifts up those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the
2: righteous. The Lord watches over the strangers. He upholds the orphan and the widow. The Lord will reign forever, your God, O Zion, for all generations. Praise the Lord. Let us stand and worship the living God.
3: All ye who hear, come to his temple and draw near. Will you join me in glad adoration? Amen. Let's
4: sing together. the colors
3: go we saw that yesterday so many ways we saw your goodness we saw how great you are it was so amazing to see you at work through the lives of these children through the leaders and through the teens and so we wanted to say again you are all powerful so church let's just sing that part again all powerful untamable. Church, let us be seated. It's a great privilege that I have to, I think it's at this time, to welcome our, first I think would probably be good to have our teens. So teens, if you would come down, I would love for you all to come. And, and as they're coming forward, teens, all of you who helped, as they're coming forward, congregation, would you please give them a hand? They were amazing. If you guys can stand kind of in the back, maybe behind. These guys were just fantastic. I'm so proud of you, teens. Thank you so much for giving of your time. Yeah, and all of our summit support, if you'll come up, all of our summit supports. So that's like Delaney and, and all oh, those. Are you already there? Oh, my goodness. She's right there. The the pulpit was hiding you. They are still coming. Kyle, yeah. Uh, Bailey was a uh, trek all week, and the, the girls did... Oh, I just, yeah, just keep clapping. They, they were seriously amazing. Um, look at this. This is the kind of week we had. It was beyond words. So now I'm gonna ask kids. Uh, our our Evett, Everest es- expeditionists, please come on up. And we are going to share a couple of songs, but first thing, I'm gonna have Gail say a few words. While the kids are coming up, come on up, gang.
5: Good morning. Come on, guys. These are all of our campers for the week. Not all of them. We actually had 125 of them and over 40 teens that volunteered and countless adults that gave their time, their money, their energy, their food, which was huge for us. Keep us huge going. prayers. And we are beyond thankful, beyond words. So... Thank you, everybody. It takes a lot of people to make this happen. It's definitely not any one, two, or three people. It's, it's many, and it paid off, and it showed, and we had such an amazing week. I would say the best VBS yet. At best ever, But without I know a doubt. we said that thank last you, year, thank too. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, best <laughs> ever. What? We said that last year, too. Yeah, we said that last year, but this was, this was my favorite <laughs> but this VBS. One was better. Yeah, so we saw God at work in um, everything we learned. I think us adults learn just as much as the kids. Um, So we saw firsthand that the kids know these Bible points that they learned each day, that God has the power to provide. Hold Hold on. on. God has the power to comfort. Hold Hold on. on. God has the power to heal. Hold Hold on. on. God has the power to forgive, hold, hold on. on, and God has the power to love us forever. Oh. Hold oh. on. And boy, did we learn that, and we had so much fun. And we want to share some of, only a couple of our songs. Each year, we learn a couple new songs for the featured theme of VBS, which was Everest. And we learned about Nepal, and we learned about the mountain, as well as God. And we also learned about a home. Uh, Chahari, in Kathmandu, Nepal, that is home to 23 orphaned children. And we connected with them. The lady, um, the gal, Chris, that founded the organization is from Laguna Beach, lives here. And we had a goal to raise $800, which would supply each child school supplies, backpack, calculators, everything they need for school, as well as their shoes for the year. And our goal was $800. It was the biggest goal we've ever had to raise for VBS. In the shortest amount of time? In the shortest amount of time. We didn't introduce it till Tuesday because we had so much going on on Monday. But I have to say, it was the most amount of money we raised, drum roll, we raised over $920. So you guys did amazing. So they will be so excited, and they've already thanked you for just being involved and learning about their children that are there. So thank you, everybody. There's still time to donate for that if you want to do that. There's bookmarks with more information out on the tables in Tank Hall because we have TK Burger after this, which you can purchase for $7 a plate. Except the teens get it for free because they were so awesome last week. We have to feed them so are we ready They're to hungry.
3: sing we are and we're going to invite you to sing the second song is do lord so we're going to sing the first one my powerful uh, my god is powerful we can't do the power shuffle guys because it would be just too dangerous in here we learned a really dangerous cool song but we can't we can't do that one so here we go here we go my
4: god is powerful he stands invincible i will
0: Sunday we had a wonderful new members class and this is the day that we welcome those folks into membership at Laguna Presbyterian Church so I there is an insert in your bulletin that shows you their pictures so that you will figure out how, who they all are and I'd like to ask them to stand up as I say their name and to continue standing please Linda and Skip Del Cronelli. that that name looks hard it's not hard Del Cronelli. Wendy Huntley Anna and George Kafalis, that name's not hard either, by the way, uh, Beata and Richard Loomis, Beata, and Gail Titus, and Stephen Williams, We welcome all of you. We're so glad that you've become a part of us. And you have a chance to meet them out on the patio underneath the red umbrella after the service. There is cake to welcome them. And so come and make sure that you meet them. Thank you very much. Welcome. We're so glad you're with us. Then they sent to him some Pharisees and some Herodians to trap him in what he said. And they came and said to him, Teacher, we know that you are sincere and show deference to no one, for you do not regard people with partiality, but teach the way of God in accordance with truth. Is it lawful to pay taxes to the emperor or not? Should we pay them or should we not? But knowing their hypocrisy, he said to them,
2: Why are you putting me to the test? Bring me a denarius and let me see it.
0: And they brought one. Then he said to them,
2: Whose head (laughs) is this and whose title?
0: They answered, The emperors. Jesus said to them,
2: Give to the emperor the things that are the emperors and to God the things that are God's.
0: And they were utterly amazed at him. We come to the Lord in a time of confession and confess to him the ways in which we struggle with obedience. Let us pray in unison. God, we confess that so often we fail to be an obedient church. We have not done your will. We have broken your law. We have rebelled against your love. We have not loved our neighbors. We have not heard the cry of the poor and needy. Forgive us, we pray. Free us for joyful obedience as we bring to you the silent confessions of our hearts. For we pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. My friends, hear the good news. This saying is sure and worthy of full acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross that we might be dead to sin and alive to all that is good. In the name of Jesus Christ, we are forgiven. Thanks be to God. Amen.
1: This morning I, I was in the shower, and uh, not often on Sunday mornings do I sing in the shower, but this morning I was singing, Do Lord, Please Remember Me. And I thought to myself, where did I get that? Then I remember that's what was being sung this week, and our kids were singing it. One of the old Christian Educ- Endeavor uh, songs that we sang in youth groups, Okay, two passages of Scripture today, from, one from 1 Peter chapter 2, and, uh, and then from Romans chapter 12 and 13. We've been preaching this year through Paul's letter to the Romans, and we're coming into chapter 13 this morning. So 1 Peter 2, Peter's words to the church, affirming the identity of the church. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's own people, in order that you may proclaim the mighty acts of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Beloved, I urge you as aliens and exiles to abstain from the desires of the flesh that wage war against the soul conduct yourselves honorably among the gentiles so that though they malign you as evil doers they may see your honorable deeds and glorify God when he comes to judge for the lord's sake accept the authority of every human institution whether of the emperor as supreme are of governors as sent by him to punish those who do wrong and to praise those who do right. For it is God's will that by doing right you should silence the ignorance of the foolish, that servants of God live as free people, yet do not use your freedom as a pretext for evil. Honor everyone, love the family of believers, fear God, Honor the emperor. Romans chapter 12, selected verses, verse 9. Let love be genuine, hate what is evil, hold fast to what is good. Verse 21, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Let every person be subject to the governing authorities, For there is no authority except from God, and those authorities that exist have been instituted by God. Therefore, whoever resists authority resists what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment. For rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. Do you wish to have no fear of the authority? Then do good. Do what is good, and you will receive its approval, for it is God's servant for your good. But if you do what is wrong, you should be afraid, for the authority does not bear the sword in vain. It is the servant of God to execute wrath on the wrongdoer. Therefore, one must be subject not only because of wrath, but also because of conscience. For the same reason, you also pay taxes. For the authorities are God's servants, busy with this very thing. Pay to all what is due them, taxes to whom taxes are due, revenue to whom revenue is due, respect to whom respect is due, honor to whom honor is due. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, you can relax, it's not April 15th. (laughs) Realize in reading these texts, I have a thousand and one different opportunities to step on everyone's toes at the same time. Because what they remind us of is something that we need to hear at least from time to time. And that is that we live in the midst of governing authorities of orders, of powers, of institutions that regulate and direct and control and bless our lives. And if you think just a bit about it, I awaken this morning with the reminder that I'm a part of a family. I have a mom and a dad. I have a sister. I have a wife. I have a son. I have two grandsons. And when my son married Rachel, we inherited a larger family, and that has been a blessing to us. Our little ones who stood at the front of the church this morning remind us that they belong to us, they are the little ones that we seek to nurture and to love and to care for and to plan for. And even as we have seen them as their parents and grandparents this morning up here, we hope we'll see the day when they get that high school diploma or the college or graduate school diploma. We are totally invested for their good. You see, God has placed us in one of his most basic orders of creation that is the family and we never stop celebrating the good gifts that we have received from one another we belong to a neighborhood for our good a few years ago the Laguna Beach police department established a neighborhood watch and since that time we've been diligently watching Concern that a stranger or a thief might possibly come into our community. I don't know that it's ever happened, but we've been watching and we've come to know each other, to care about each other. It's one of the unique and wonderful things about living in a neighborhood in Laguna Beach or in many of our neighborhoods beyond. We have the privilege of knowing one another, of sharing life, of celebrating July the 4th and all of those things together, of eating hot dogs and today hamburgers and all of that. And it's all good. And through the city, we live under all kinds of jurisdictions, don't we? I know there's someone that takes care of the beaches and the parks. We live near the Alta Laguna Park. and You can't walk into that park with your dog without reading the sign that there are certain things expected of you by the city. City provides the refuge bags. You're supposed to pick up after your dogs. You go around that outer trail. And you see from time to time that people have picked up after their dogs and then left the bags beside the trail for someone else to pick up. You know, when I see that, I go into the parent mode and I want to give a lecture about good responsible citizenship. We're in a great fire danger. Kay was out there on the trail this past week, came upon a couple of young... Teenage girls, and they were puffing away at the cigarette right at the edge of the dry chaparral. And she went into her policeman mode. I've told her, don't do that. And she began to give them lectures about the dangers of fire and threatened to call the police. Well, why? Because we're a part of a neighborhood, of a community, of a city that does everything that it possibly can do through fire and police department and beach patrols and to guarantee the well-being of the human community. And I think one of the things that Paul is saying to us in these texts, and Peter as well, is that all of this is from God perhaps in an indirect way maybe you've never thought about it but think about it in terms of the church we're a church a community that's been at the center of Laguna Beach since 1917 we're about to celebrate our 100th anniversary When the people in 1928 built this building, they built it large enough for everyone in the community. Why? Because they wanted this church to be a blessing, to be a place of beauty, a sanctuary, a place of truth, a place where we could come together as citizens of this city and celebrate the knowledge of God's truth that we seek to impart to our little ones in vacation Bible school and in Sunday school, and to the adult members and friends of this congregation. The church, as a religious institution, as one of the orders, the people of God, placed in a community to be a light, to bring healing and hope to all who will receive i remember the night early 1980s when the city was in the midst of the aids epidemic the mayor of the city appointed me to an age education task force i made many friends and represented the religious community in this city we were mobilizing the resources of education in this city and caring about one another in 1993, the fire that burned 400 of our homes led to a mobilization of the resources not only the members of this congregation but of every organization in the community. And we provided food and clothing and, and housing and all kinds of things. Why? Because we care about one another. We're in a community that's been given to us, and it's good, our life together. It is good. In the evening of 9-11-2001, the citizens of this community gathered in this sanctuary to find comfort after the evil attacks on New York City and Washington, D.C. Here we prayed. Here we read Scripture. Here we acknowledged that we are in this together. And our being together in this common enterprise is one of God's great gifts to us. We could tell so many stories about how good it is to be in community and to know one another, to be fellow citizens of the United States, I think the Apostle Paul would say to us, take out your passport or your driver's license and look at it. It says that you belong to this nation, that you're a U.S. citizen. A year ago, I was coming back from out of the country. And at passport control I showed them my passport and they didn't have my name on the list. I almost felt like pleading, let me back in. Well, have you got a driver's license? I did, and they let me in. You could say, well, maybe that's a form of idolatry, a worship of the state. But no, it's something deeper than that. It's a realization that we're citizens of this country, that we're in a country where we're in the pursuit of good and that which is true and that which is beautiful, a way of justice, of righteousness and peace in the world. And there are people all around the nations of the earth who would love nothing more than to have that document saying, They belong to the United States of America. But beyond that, if you're a Christian, take out your baptismal certificate and look at it. What it says is that you were baptized into Jesus Christ. The Apostle Paul said about himself and about the Christian community in Philippi, we are citizens of the kingdom of heaven, he said, and it is from there that we are awaiting a Savior These are the twin themes and polarities of our identity as people who live life together for good, citizens of the earthly kingdom, the city of the earth, citizens of the city of God, of the kingdom of God, placed in this unique tension and called to responsibility to build up our common life for our common good. Thanks be to God for that. We do it in so many ways. Even when we vote. When we pay our taxes, even though we hate it. And we need to be reminded from time to time. In this time in which we have lost civility in the way we speak of our leaders, that they represent and work on our behalf for good. And Paul, himself a Roman citizen, himself fully knowledgeable of the Greco-Roman world and Greek philosophy and speaking the Greek language, Paul, the Jewish man who was born into a Pharisaical home where he learned the law of God and the knowledge of the love of God and the truth of God Paul spoke to the small Christian community in Rome that lived on the footsteps or at the entryway to the governing powers of Caesar, the emperor who had from time to time declared himself to be God and to be worshipped and to confess that Jesus is Lord. And it was in this context Paul said, remember this. All the governing authorities are the good gifts of God. They were created in and through Jesus Christ and for him. He is the source of the whole created order. And all the governing authorities, he says this in a number of different places, have been established to be stewards of And servants of the goodness of God in our common life. And the church as a spiritual community that looks after the well-being of the community, joins together with all the other orders and overlapping jurisdictions to remember that we have not always been successful. The rub is that we have failed from time to time to live up to our highest principles and have contributed to the brokenness of our world. Nevertheless, Paul says, honor those in authority over you. Pray for your country. Pay your taxes. Those who are in stewardship responsibility of power have been given by God this responsibility to make your life more sane and secure and it is far better than any chaos you could experience. Therefore, we are not anarchists. But we are among those who pray for and work on behalf of the common good. I don't know if you've been following... Pope Francis's most recent trip to Latin America. I have to confess, I'm very impressed with this man from Argentina. His reputation is that of the Pope of the poor. And he visited three countries, Paraguay, Ecuador, and Bolivia. Countries that I don't often think about. But maybe I need to think about, because it was in um, Bolivia that he met with the president who is, in all the history of South America, the first indigenous ethnic person who has been a president of any country in South America. And President Morales gave to the Pope a wooden carved cross carved by a martyr, a priest, a devotee of liberation theology. He was murdered by assassins in the early 1980s. He's become almost a patron saint of Bolivia. The Pope received as a gift this wooden cross in the shape of a hammer and sickle, the symbol of communism. And the hammer, which goes up through the middle of the sickle part, with both sides to it has upon it the crucified body of Jesus. The Pope winced because he's anything but a communist. <laughs> he has a biblical vision for justice and concern for the hungry and the poor and the broken of the earth and issues of justice related to all people. So the Pope received this cross. I love crosses in all the various manifestations of the cross. What the Pope did in response to the president and to the people of Latin America was apologize for the behavior of the Roman Catholic Church as it colluded with the colonial powers of Spain and Portugal and other places who came to those lands, took the lands from the natives, oppressed and enslaved, and the church baptized it as a legitimate action of authority. And the pope confessed and apologized publicly this was wrong, this was not God's intention. This was not for the well-being of the people of South America. And in humility, he asked for forgiveness. It may well be that this is the stance that the Church of Jesus Christ needs to take in our time. That we have not spoken when we should have spoken, are acted when we needed to act are cared when we needed to care and we are involved and yet called to work for the restoration of the, the authorities the powers the orders because one day all of those institutions and governing authorities will be healed and there will be a new creation And all will be well and until that day comes we do everything that we can do to overcome evil with good. Thanks for the calling, oh dear God to be your agents of healing reconciling love. Let us pray. Lord, we do turn our hearts to you in this hour. We ponder these words of the Apostles Peter and Paul. We think of the whole history of the last 2,000 years. We have not always succeeded, nor have we been faithful. And at times in the history of humanity, the people of God have been more of a problem than perhaps any of the other orders. And so we ask for your forgiving grace and mercy to be extended to us. But we do thank you for the vision that we have received in our own country of creating a people and a land committed to justice and freedom and equality under the law and to be able to affirm that this is a part of the good gift of God and that this morning there are men and women stationed around the world who represent us, who protect us, many of whom have given their lives our will to roll back the power of evil. We pray for our nation, for our president, for the Congress, for the Supreme Court, for the governors of states and counties and cities of all the multiple jurisdictions in which we live our lives. Help us, Lord, to express our discipleship by responsible citizenship as we work together for good. It's in the name of Christ that we pray. Amen. We present our morning offering
4: You choose the humble and raise them high. You choose the weak and make them strong. You heal our brokenness inside and give us life. The same love that set the captives free. The same love that opened eyes to see us song by name, the same God that spread the heavens wide, the same God that was crucified is calling the song by name, you are calling the song by name, you take the faithless one aside, and speak the words. You are mine. You call the civic. He's calling us by name.
3: He's calling you by name. Church, will you stand with me and praise God.
4: Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him.
0: we thank you that by the power of your spirit you've been at work this week in the lives of our children we pray that the seeds of the gospel planted in their hearts this week will flourish and grow powerfully throughout their lives that they will grow to be men and women who love you and serve you we pray too for the human leaders of our world you've told us not to put our trust in them but instead we entrust them to you, asking you to use them to work your purposes in this world. Guide leaders of our nation and around the world into paths of honesty, of justice, of peace. May they make wise decisions that will alleviate suffering and poverty. We place into your loving hands All who are in need today, those who live with disease, with pain, those recovering from surgery, those whose minds are anxious, whose failures overwhelm, those whose loneliness and grief move them beyond tears, and those who watch and wait with them this day. As we bring you these gifts, we ask your blessing upon them and ask that you will use them and that you will use us until the day when your kingdom comes in its fullness, even as we pray together for that coming of that day, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven.
4: Saint Church Clothed in majesty, let's rejoice. Let all the earth rejoice, all the earth rejoice. He wraps himself in light, and darkness tries to hide, and trembles at his voice. And trembles at his voice
1: Reminded in the words of the Apostle Paul that our citizenship is in heaven, and it is from there that we are awaiting a Savior. And until He comes, we will live with both of those documents, passport and baptismal certificate, as reminders of the tension and the struggle that we have of living faithfully as citizens both of this worldly kingdom and of the kingdom of heaven. Until he comes, may we be faithful and responsible in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.